Welcome to Alchemy Land, where we playfully explore creativity, healing, and consciousness. I'm Tage. Today on Alchemy Land, we have the next installment of The Llama Letters. Hope you enjoy. Hey man, I hope you had a great summer. I know it's been a while, but I really needed to take a break from trying to churn out letters and be a big podcast star. Well, you know how that goes. You start getting some traction and then everybody wants a piece. I don't know how you do it, actually. Do you dole out pieces of your robe just to keep the crowds at bay? Well, I was trying to figure out what to write to you because I had so many great things happen this summer. And now that we're transitioning into fall, it seems like my energy is starting to flow in a new direction. Actually, I didn't really do all that much in terms of outer experiences this summer, but I did have a lot of good internal experiences. I meditated, sang songs, read books, had dreams, talked to friends and family, and took time to just be. I feel recharged and ready to get into it. Life, love, and the expression of happiness. One thing that gave me inspiration was reading some poetry and stories by Rabindranath Tagore. Sometimes I like mentioning him to people because he's not so well known in the West, but he's pretty famous in India. I figured you might know about him since you've been living there all these years. But in case you don't, here's a little background. He was a Bengali poet and artist who created a university based on creativity and relationship to the natural world. In his own words, he said he wanted to make his school the connecting thread between India and the world, and a world center for the study of humanity somewhere beyond the limits of nation and geography. In the early days, he held his classes outdoors under trees. His ideas fit so well with the Taurus Project, and I had totally forgotten about how he loved to extol the grace of nature as the path to knowing spirit. The book of his I was reading is called Creative Unity. In this volume of essays, he said things about creativity that I hadn't thought about, but now that I do, it seems so obvious. That's how everything in life seems to reveal itself. You don't know until you know, and then when you know, it's as if you always knew, isn't it? Anywho, he says that we find unity in the creative process because it is by illumining things with our art that we realize we are part of them. So, if we can poetically or artistically have a relationship to the world, we affirm our interdependence and relationship with it, and in fact begin to realize our oneness with it. Perhaps we make the perception of the object even more beautiful by our deriving inspiration from it. And perhaps it exists specifically for that inspiration. So, in essence... Creation is creating to create more creativity and inspire the perception of unity in its creative process. Yeah, I just came up with that bit. You like? Well, it makes me think about that story of Indra's net, which I love. Well, as you know, it's a vast net that stretches infinitely in all directions, with each point or node where the net converges containing a single, brilliant, perfect jewel. Each jewel reflects every other jewel, infinite in number, and each of the reflected images of the jewels bears the image of all the other jewels. So it's kind of like when you're a kid arguing, 
I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I? Infinity. Well, in fact, that idea, Indra's net, not trying to win an argument by saying infinity, was one of the inspirations for me about a year ago when I was trying to tune in to the next phase in my personal evolution. It turns out that it really was about the collective evolution. But that's probably no big surprise, is it? There it is. I mean, here it is. The universe, evolving in me and I in the universe. Does it ever catch you off guard like that? It's pretty trippy, huh? But then you get used to it. Well, maybe. Anyway, back to Tagore. The other thing I really enjoy about him is finding inspiration in that he kept evolving as an artist and was known not only for his poetry, but his stories, music, dance, drama, and painting. I think he started painting in his 60s, and he just kept creating until the day he died. I get the feeling that it was always about the creative expression itself, which is why it is so fascinating to me. I think that's what the pure artistic impulse is all about. Creation for its own sake, because there is something in life that wants to relate to itself with beauty and love. On that note, I thought I might share a little story. While I was visiting my family home this summer, I found a book on the bookshelf called Fireflies. It's a book of short poems by Tagore after the Japanese love of fashioning ultra-succinct, delicate poetic phrases, like haiku. Well, I was talking about these with my dad, who is also inspired by Tagore, and I was trying to find a way to explain what a Tagore-style firefly might be. We were in the kitchen. I saw him standing next to a watermelon I had brought with me, and spontaneously I said, My father stood next to the watermelon, and it was sweet. He heard me and a smile lit up his face. He recognized the playful creativity in my words, and the love. He seemed to feel the joy I felt in seeing him and being together, and I in turn saw his elation at being seen. Could that have been expressed without the watermelon and my attempt at poetry? Maybe, but that simple phrase, noting his proximity to the melon, and the anticipation of sharing that refreshing fruit said all of that without saying it. That little moment showed me once again, as it has many times in my life, that inspiration comes in a flash and allows us to express our aliveness and humanity just by being in the flow of creative potential. Did we know before that firefly that our connection would be enhanced with a watermelon? I don't think so. But the sweetness of familial love became even sweeter with it. Well, all this is to share what's been going on in my life and explain why it took me a while to get back to these letters. I just didn't feel the inspiration. Actually, that's not true. I had lots of inspiration, but was waiting for the impulse. And now it's here. So lucky you. I'm still going to bug you about all kinds of things and see if I can get a response. By the way, if everything exists in everything, like in Indra's net, then I assume you are not only reading these letters, but are writing me back. And in some version of the universe, we are having some really great conversations in a mountain meadow lit by fireflies. I certainly hope that's true. But even if it's not, there's still love. That's always true. Yours, Tage. P.S. Here is perhaps my favorite Tagore firefly. Let my love, like sunlight, surround you and give you illumined freedom. 
let my love, like sunlight, surround you and yet give you illumined freedom. Hey there, it's Tage speaking to you from beautiful Joshua Tree, California. I just wanted to let you know that in the days ahead, we'll be bringing you more content with interviews and some exciting news about the Taurus Project. So please tune in again to the Alchemy Land podcast. Thanks and have a great day.